everybody. Welcome back for another edition of the Club Cool Podcast. I am your host, Barrett Dudley, and I am here in the Washed Media Studios this week. I am solo, flying solo. That's right. Um, we'll see how long I make it today. You know, I don't really love doing the solo pods, uh, but just couldn't gather up these co-hosts this week, man. Everybody's busy. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how long I make it today. There's only so long that I can talk to myself for on the microphone, but, uh, a few, a few things are working out in my favor. One, I just, you know, I had on like, I don't know, Colin Cowherd on, on Fox sports live TV or whatever. This guy does it three hours a day. Now he, you know, he's got his little, he's got, he's got Joy Taylor over kind of sidekick over on the side. She's able to kind of contribute and hop in when he, when he needs somebody to, to, to bounce something off of. But for the most part, these guys on radio, man, they're just, they're just sitting at a mic. Like I am, like I'm doing right now. And they're just, uh, they're basically just talking to themselves. So that is what I am going to try to do today. Uh, and, uh, the other good thing is that I've just been really bad about responding to the DMS on club Cool's Instagram right now. And as such, I've got a bunch that I need to respond to. So that's going to be the bulk of this, of the, of the pod today is I'm going to, I'm going to go through these five, six DMS that I had that I needed to, uh, to answer. And I'm just going to answer them right here on the pod because chances are the questions and the answers are probably relevant to, uh, to, to something that you might be thinking about as we head into spring and summer here. By the way, speaking of these co-hosts that are busy, speaking of the uh, the social schedule, boy, it's back in full swing, baby. I'll tell you what. Um, uh, you know, this is this is the first month, this March, March of 2022, since, you know, pre-Pandy, where, like, there was just, I just had something every week, every weekend, and during the week. It was insane. April's not much better. Got weddings all over the place. Trips are back on. So that, I mean, you know, I know we got this Omicron V2 looming in the background, but that, that's, that's never going away. There's, there's always going to be some new variant uh, as this becomes more and more endemic, just looming. And I think, I think we're all just uh, ready to deal with it. And, and, and that feels good. Uh, I'm, I'm happy to have the social schedule filled once again, that, that sustains me. It, it gives me life. Plus, it makes those weekends and those nights when you don't have anything to do, it gives them value again. It gives them, that's what makes those good, right? Like the the weekends that you look forward to, you look at the calendar, you're like, oh, we don't have anything this week. I get to do some stuff around the house, get to take care of myself, get to order some pizza, watch some movies on the couch, hang out with the dogs. Those weekends are great because other weekends you're slammed seeing friends and family and having a good time and, and doing cool stuff. And, um... And yeah, so I'm just I'm excited for that. I can't wait to uh, to get some guys in here and some girls and and some guests and and kind of talk about and see what they're doing because stuff means that that you need cl- stuff to do means that you need clothes to 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 wear to those events and those functions, and that's man, it just feels good to like to know that I'm I'm kind of like I'm looking around and stuff and oh I need something for a beach vacation oh I need I I got a wedding in Telluride later this year I'm looking I'm looking ahead to that in August. I just, it's nice to have things where you know you're going to get to to bust out some of these kits, man, and, and, and wear all the good stuff that, that we've got in the closet. Um, look, before I get too deep into this podcast and you guys turn me off because you're tired of hearing my voice, let's, let's go ahead and hear from today's sponsor because it's a good one. I'm so happy to have them back. That's right. It's time to hear from fast-growing trees again. You might remember fast-growing trees 
They were with us on the pod back in the fall, and they're back again for the spring. Spring and summer are the seasons for finally getting outdoors. Everybody's entertaining. There are pool parties and barbecues. You're having your friends over, sitting on the porch, drinking beers, having some wine, cooking out. But if your yard looks like a plant cemetery, you're not going to enjoy it as much. And I know down here in Texas, man, we had these freezes. Phil had his cactus die. It very well could look like a plant cemetery, and nobody wants that. you got to get your place looking like a resort, and it's easy with fast-growing trees. When it comes to caring for your plants, know-how matters. That's why FastGrowingTrees.com's experts curate thousands of plant varieties that will thrive in your specific climate, location, and for your needs. There's no waiting in lines, no messy cars from hauling plants all over town. Every every time I end up at, at, at one of the big box stores, I, I just get soil all over the, the back mat, whether I'm like hauling mulch or like a plant. Inevitably, you take a turn too hard. It tips over. You get soil everywhere. It's a mesh. You got to get out the shop vac or, or, or pull out the whole the whole mat, the whole rug. You're shaking it out. It's a mess. Don't deal with that. Just get it shipped straight to your door in one to two days with fast-growing trees too. Fast shipping. Plus, their growing and care advice is available 24-7. So whether you're looking for increased privacy, shade, or just adding some natural beauty to your yard, fast-growing trees have the perfect plants and the expertise to help you find them. Look, even if you've never had a green thumb, they will make you feel like you do. One million home gardeners have already seen what fastgrowingtrees.com can do for them. I love fast-growing trees. It's where I get all my plants now. I'm just waiting for our two beautiful muley grasses right in, right at our front porch, right? You know, they're they're the entrance to, to our home. And boy, they're going to be popping off in no time. I got those from fast growing trees at the end of uh, right at right at the in the fall season, the growing season of uh, of 2021. And they're you know it, it's finally going to pay off here in 2022. You can have the same type of beauty at your place. Go to fastgrowingtrees.com/slash/clubcool right now, and you will get 15% off your entire order. Get 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com/slash/clubcool. Tell you what, order from fastgrowingtrees.com slash club cool, get that 15% off. Let me know. Let me know. We, I know it's almost plant week again. Y'all remember plant week? I want to see what you guys are getting, what you're planning, what you're putting out. There's indoor stuff. There's outdoor stuff. Let me know. Show me what you're getting from fast growing trees. I got to decide what I'm going to get for the spring too. One more time, fastgrowingtrees.com slash club cool. All right. Uh, without further ado, let us jump into some of these DMs. That your boy needs to answer. Okay, we will start. Uh, let's see. Here we go. Let's start with this one. Uh, Stan says, "Last season, you guys talked up the hydro mocks. Are they still in play for spring summer 22?" Yeah, absolutely. This um, the the, the kind of water moccasin, water shoe, foam, you know, rubber, plastic mold type shoe. If anything has has only gotten bigger, uh, I'm starting to see more and more Yeezy foam runners out there, and I'm kind of growing to like them. Hate to say that, but it but it's true. And every time I wear my Mer- my white Merrill Hydro mocks, people ask me like they're like, "Oh shit, Yeezy foam runners," and uh, and I'm like, "No, no, these are Merrells." But yeah, that that that. So we got the Yeezy the Yeezy Hydro mocks, <laughs> not the Yeezy Hydro mocks, the Merrill Hydro mocks. The Yeezy foams, there are the uh, the Fear of God Californias, which is kind of like a hybrid mule with one of these these kind of watermark type shoes. 
Um, those, those continue to pop up and restock at a bunch of different retailers. So those are becoming easier to get. Uh, and then speaking of the hydro mocks, I think it was for, I don't remember if it was for spring 22 or for fall 22 when Reese Cooper showed his collaboration with a hydro mock and he's doing like a, they're, they're doing like a, like a kind of a hybrid hydro mock sneaker, which looks incredible. Um, Crocs with with Salehi Benberry and the Pollux clogs, like those are huge. Those are in the same vein. He's apparently getting to release more of those. So uh, you, you you just you're, uh, there were the Elix ones that I posted about on on my Instagram last year. Yeah, th- this this type of shoe and I think the the Merrill Hydro Mock uh, in particular, it's not going anywhere. Uh, oh, it also makes me think of. The, the the version that I'm kind of looking at beyond the Reese Cooper collaboration, which will be must have, uh, Hoka Ona Ona, Hoka Ona One One. It's look, I used to say Hoka One One, and I know that's not right. So I th- Hoka Ona Ona. They, they they do a Hopara. It's called a Hopara sandal. H O P A R A. And they did like a special edition for Essence at one point that was kind of like a silvery gray white that I really liked. But now I've seen it pop up in a couple of places in like their kind of tan Oxford dune colorway. It's like this very sandy beige neutral. It is the, it's the same colorway that sells out immediately every time they release it in the GTX low. And, um, that, that same GTX low is the, is the shoe that, that Hoka just did with, uh, in collaboration. They did another version in collaboration with Bodega, I think that actually just dropped today or maybe it was yesterday and um yeah so that hopara sandal has like a little bit more of a burlier sole than the hydro mocker the yeezy foam runner for example like you could you know you could do a little light hiking in it for example but then the top is almost like a keen sandal you know it's 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 kind of you pull it on but it's 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 got a bunch of cutouts anyway i think that looks really cool i love it in the that kind of sandy dune colorway so that's kind of waiting for a restock of those somewhere and and I might that might that might be my kind of my summer I don't want to say open toe but just like my summer open air kind of sneaker sandal type shoe. Uh, but yeah. Hydromox definitely still in play. This this whole sector of the of of footwear for spring and summer will definitely be back. Definitely something that uh that if you didn't get into it last year well, you should. You should. You should try it out this year. Uh, let's keep going. All right, RGP. This is more of a. This is less of a comment, but but um, or less of a question, but more of a comment. Clayton and I, a few weeks back, we were trying to answer a question about um, about Latin brands, brand brands that were were kind of like bringing South America or, or Central America or Mexico or Spain or or um, bringing some of that culture to to fashion and one that i'm ashamed that we that we missed is called graziano and guterres which is uh which is like a which is both mexican and american but they they focus on uh on on doing stuff i believe i'm pulling it up here so i get this right yeah they work in collaboration with artisan textile makers in oaxaca and chiapas mexico and uh, yeah this is absolutely one that fits that mold where you're getting real authentic stuff um, that, that you know, that has that, like, that Mexican flavor and culture. And 
It's really, really cool. I know that they do a lot of custom pieces. Look, it feels, I won't beat around the bush here. It feels a lot like Bodhi, and I'm not sure which actually came first. But the, but that's the kind of vibe you get. But it has, you know, a, a, I would say a little bit, a slightly more tropical edge. You know, it feels a little beachier maybe. Maybe also a little bit more Western. Fact remains, they do great, great stuff. You can't actually go to their website right now because it's uh it's they're down. They're they're I think they're getting ready to 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 launch some some spring twenty two type stuff. But uh but check out their their Instagram Instagram. See, this is what happens when I have to talk my to myself and it's only been twelve freaking minutes, man. Graziano and Gutierrez, G R A Z I A N O. Just put that into Instagram and and it will pop up. Um but yeah, I, I love their stuff. I, I, I know that uh, some people in the Discord have some G&G made-to-measure type shirts. They always look great, and they are definitely perfect for spring-summer as we get back into camp collar season. And that's actually where I'll take this, the camp collar thing. Also, definitely not going away. And if you've been... this is This is one of those trends, the camp collars, where... It, it's been going on for so long now that chances are, if you if you were an early adopter of camp collars, the camp collar section of your closet, it, it probably needs refreshing now. I know mine does. I know mine does. It, I've got like, last year I think there were, I, I wore two of the ones that I had. Everything else I was just, eh, it's a little too colorful or a little too floral or a little too, you know, just... It just it felt like the 2016 version of these things, and now with the this this more artisanal, more vintage, more Bodie esque look that that we're kind of all after, and and we see throughout, um, you know, open knits, crochets, that whole thing. Like the you, you could probably use a refresh, but the camp collar also something that is that is back in full force for spring and summer of 2022. Anyway, give Graziano and Gutierrez a look if you uh, if you're not already familiar. Okay, um, on to the next one. Jared, he asks for recommendations, please. Headed to Miami, what are some good new swimwear options for this season to cop? Man, I you know honestly, I don't have, I don't think I have anything. I don't have any of that new new for you guys to talk about no no new brands that have really cropped up on my radar yet so instead i'll just talk about or at least i'll start with the one that always gets mentioned and that's bather that is that's one we've talked about on the podcast that is one that gets brought up all the time in not only uh club cools discord but also in other discords that in other fashion discords that um that I participate or or in or, or follow along with, and uh, it, it it's just it's really it's great because it's very very easy. It's it's a classic cut, elastic waist. The length is just right. You know, it's not it's not too short, but it's definitely not too long. It's the right cut. They work on pretty much everybody, and then on top of it, they have really cool styles and prints and colors, and you can find anything, you know, a little something for everybody. Uh, Essence has some exclusives right now. So that's that's where I'd send you if you want the kind of the latest and greatest from them. There's some really, really cool dark colorways, 
which is not something I, I necessarily have in, in my own swimwear drawer. I don't have any like real like blacks or darks or kind of moodier prints or patterns. Um, but there's a really nice kind of black floral. And then I think my actual choice would be one that's uh, it's, uh, that's almost more of like an oily looking marble print. I can't tell exactly what it is, but it's it's basically a black and white print and it just looks really tough and cool. Um, and then I got to do a, I, I got to do a plug for Howler here as well. Uh, we released last year our first fully elastic waist swim short, and it's called the Deep Set. We 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 uh, we decided it was a little bit too long for 2021. So the new ones, the 2022 ones, and there are a couple of solid colors. I actually went into to our little store, the Howler Hacienda. Uh, today and tried on a couple pairs as I gear up for new swimwear in spring summer. I tried on the blue ones. I love them. Uh, no liner, so that is either that's either a pro or a con for some people, depending on how you want to you know, utilize them. Uh, I know a lot of people cut out the the liner from Patagonia baggies, for example. So you don't have to do that if that's your if that's your mo. But I, I, they're they're great because they're they're versatile, just like the baggies that I mentioned. Very easy to take into the pool go swimming in, but they're also really nice, just kind of like daily short. And those, those solid colors, um, have some really cool little details like contrast stitching and, and, uh, some dope branded patches. But other than that are just kind of very subtle and easy to wear as a, as a summer short as well. So the Howler deep set. And then, um, if you like more of an old school kind of boardy surf look, the Buchanan's, the two-tone Buchanan shorts that we launched this year are also that those are, uh, that's another thing that I, I think I'm going to have to grab. I love the aqua haze coral color block. It's like this very bright tangerine coral. And then, then a kind of sea foamy aqua blue, uh, with a yellow kind of golden corn colored waistband. And it's just, it's super retro and, and, and those are awesome as well. Uh, but that's, so those are, those are my swimwear recommendations at the moment, uh, bather and then some, some new digs from Howler brothers. But yeah, I, I don't know. Y- y'all y'all have to let me know if there are any swimwear brands, up and coming type stuff that I'm just that I'm not thinking about. That I feel like maybe I even maybe this has already happened, but the, the, swimwear is just like ripe for Instagram brands to just kind of take over. Like I feel like you some some venture capital firm could just like inject ten million dollars into the men's version of a uh, of triangle and just like make a mint off of pitching cool swim trunks and like a very easy but trending silhouette like there's i'm sure this already exists i just haven't been targeted hard enough yet uh but that's what i got for swimwear right now so i'm gonna take a quick sip of water and then uh then we'll get back to these questions Hey, while I take a breather and, uh, and get a little water, why don't we take this opportunity to talk about Patreon? You can join us. You can support the podcast. You can, you can be a part of the club by going to patreon.com slash club cool. It, it is as cheap as $2 a month to join. And the, the biggest perk is, is access to this Discord that, that I can't help but, but continuing to mention over the course of the podcast because it's where a lot of stuff goes down. It's where I get a lot of recommendations. It's where we see a lot of great fits. People are, you know, buying stuff that you're probably interested in, 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 uh, and maybe grabbing for yourself. They're posting kit picks. They're posting reviews of products. Uh, it's just, it's, 
it's a great place to just to kind of hang out and chat with uh with your fellow you know clothing and accessories and sneakers and shoes interested persons um and uh and and whether you're already like an expert and you you know all the brands and your closet is full of stuff or you're just trying to learn and grow and improve and get a better wardrobe it's a really cool spot and uh, and I encourage you to join plus uh, we do release editorials month by month. Some of my favorite stuff on the internet that I'm seeing out there. I try to keep it under a hundred dollars on that one that the that the two dollar tier gets. So come hang, check us out, support the pod, patreon.com slash club cool. Okay, all right, we are back. Uh here's the next question from Bobby. Hey fellas, I've got a black tie wedding in Colombia in a few months and need shoe help. I think I'm going to go no socks with some type of loafer to make it a little more beachy. Any suggestions on those? Yeah, so I think the move here, if you're going to go tux with no socks, you need a Belgian loafer. And uh, you may have seen our guy, Will DeFreeze, stunting in, in pairs of Belgian loafers for his wedding. I think he actually went for this look. I think he went Belgian loafers with a tuxedo and no socks. Um now his were leather, which I, which definitely works, but I think if your wedding is if you're a guest at a black tie wedding, I feel like and and you're gonna do the sockless thing. I feel like you need the velvet version to really like make sure that it that this is formal enough. Now I don't know exactly where this wedding is in Colombia or what the setting is like or or what the venue is like or what other people will be wearing. If everybody is kind of going with like this level of steez and cool and kind of tricking out a tuxedo in a way that's not totally, you know, ballroom traditional, then you definitely have more leeway. Uh, But I think if you kind of just want to pull off this swerve, but keep it really in line with black tie, for me, that means a, a velvet slipper and and I like the cut and the shape and the look of a Belgian loafer best right now as opposed to something that's that's just like your kind of classic um formal I don't even know what you call them just like this the slip on dinner loafer or or whatever it might be those are those are all over the place as well if, if that's what floats your fancy but I think the Belgian loafer will give you the biggest dollop of uh of kind of cool and style there are a there are a lot there's a big range to choose from too. Um, you know, I, I googled Belgian loafers and was getting a lot of leather stuff, and then you know le- leather and suede. There's Rubenacci's on Mr. Porter, and Todd Snyder has an exclusive with Rubenacci, and there's Bomberos and Halls and Curtis does some, and so I said, okay, Belgian loafers black because they got to be black for a black tie wedding, obviously. And then I got a little bit more. There's some George Cleverly ones on Mr. Porter. There's, uh, you know, some of those Saint. There's there's Manolo Blahniks or or Jimmy Choo's or um, even some Christian Louboutins if if you want to get really fancy and designer with it. And then I did Belgian loafers, black velvet. That got me the results that I was looking for. Del Toro, very famous brand for this type of 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 kind of dressy smoking loafer. Is it a smoking loafer? That's that's what I'm gonna go with, right? Uh, but they do some Be- the Belgian. They do some Belgian ones with that kind of apron mock toe as well. And so there's there's just there's all sorts to choose from. You can get real fancy with it, or or you can find some more in that two to four hundred dollar range. But if you own your tux and you like this look, 
and it's not that bad of an investment, your cost per wear will not be very low necessarily. But when you're getting kitted up, when you're getting rigged up in, in something that is tailored for you and that is supposed to make you look your absolute best, then it's not exactly a spot where you're looking to skimp on the footwear. So that's that's what I would be looking for is a black velvet Belgian loafer. All right. Let's see. I think we got one more here. And this one, I'll try not to ramble on too much, but this is definitely the most in-depth question. And I've got, I even jot, I had to jot down some notes for it because I knew that um, I didn't want to forget anything. So this is from JL. Question for your next Q&A. What are your tips or thoughts on balancing trends versus timelessness when buying investment piece items? How do I address my fear that when I am spending big dollars on what will be cho- <laughs> wait sorry how do I address my my fear how do I address my fear that when I am spending big dollars on will be on what will be chuggy and out of style in two months? How do I pick out something that's in style today but know it can still be in my regular wardrobe for years to come? JL, there's no that there's no right answer for this because it's so arbitrary and subjective and trends come and go sometimes very quickly and sometimes they hang around for a long time. Like I was just mentioning, like I don't know that 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 uh that four, five, six years ago that anybody thought that the camp collars, which started out with like, you know, Saint Laurent was doing like traditional Hawaiian aloha prints. Right. I, I don't think that, that anybody had any idea that the camp collar was going to dominate short sleeve shirting for the next, you know, five, six, seven, eight years, but it has. So there, there, there's an element of, of risk at play here, of course, just like, you know, and, the, and there always is with, with fashion and style. We're always running the risk of, of being fashion victims and, and wearing the things that we look back on in, in years and say, God, what was that? So that's the first thing is that there are very there are very few things that are kind of foolproof. And the, those things are really, you know, it's like bench-made dress shoes from churches or a brand like that. Like that is something that is a absolute idiot proof. They're never going to go out of style. Really super nice dress shoes. Always pretty much always always going to be good. Um one that we like to talk about very frequently a waxed jacket, especially one from bar from Barber, right? Like, yes, that may have that, that you, right now. Barber is doing collaborations with Noah, so they have a little bit of cachet. They've got a little bit of of street style steez, if you will. But like, a Barber jacket is always going to look gorgeous and beautiful, and it's never really out of style. So there's, you know, there there are a few things like that that you can feel really safe with, but then. Once you once you bounce out of that, once you slide into the the stuff that does kind of come and go a little bit more, that might be a little more more, more trendy. You're just really you're 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 just really weighing pros and cons, I would say. And so, you know, a few a few examples came to mind, and th- those are what I jotted down. And and we'll just kind of I'm just gonna kind of talk about some individual examples. That, that I can kind of speak to personally and and hopefully we can we can kind of glean something from that. But let's start with with exactly what I just mentioned, the camp collar shirts. We got the Bodie effect in full force right now. The ALD Rico shirt was a huge, huge hit last year. So we're seeing a lot of these like crocheted and open knits 
these in these camp collar shirts. They're usually in kind of like a white or a cream or an ivory color, right? But they go they go well beyond that as well. I think there might be a dark colored version coming from Ame this year, and um, they're they're typically pretty expensive from from these brands that we pay really close attention to. You know, anywhere from from three to six hundred dollars, right? I just talked about one on on Sunday Scary's retail therapy from a brand called Nanushka. Love this shirt. It's $575. You know, it's prohibitively expensive and just kind of saps up your wardrobe budget, right? So it's like, it's a great splurge item if you you have it one month. But if you're just trying to like get in on the trend, on this one in particular, there are lots of other options out there right now. We know Urban Outfitters is doing really cool versions for for 100 bucks or less. Um, and, uh, one that I've got my eye on right now is, is from a, a brand that I've talked about on the pod that I really like called Sunflower. Gorgeous looking shirt. It's under, it's like, if you, if you, it, it's listed on Essence for 220, but if you find it from a, from a overseas retailer, you can get it for 160 or 180 easy. Like that's a pretty great price for a shirt that is, you know, definitely has some craft to it. It's definitely not the cheapest thing to make. Stussy did some last spring that were 125 bucks. So it's just like that. That's an example of where you you kind of weigh those options a little bit. And it's like, yeah, I love the Nanushka one. I might try to grab that at some point over this spring or summer. But if I don't, I'm not going to feel bad about that because there are other great options at a much better price point. And this is an item that like, it's absolutely a look right now. Like I I, I feel pretty confident in saying that in four years these open knit crochet shirts are not going to be like the biggest wave so i'm so i don't feel bad if i if i don't invest in the more in the more expensive or the most expensive version of this now same kind of vein you know that 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 we've talked about like the mesh and crochet tank tops right well, we got versions of of those from Ame Leondor and John Elliott coming out this spring. Now, I grabbed one from Stussy last year that was under a hundred bucks. But if you go out there and you look for something comparable, you you you're not going to find as much because the tank top version of this is a little bit behind the camp collar, right? It's a it's it's still it's slightly newer in the way that it's trending. It's a little bit harder to pull off. You means you're showing off your arms if you wear it solo like how you know it's 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 a tank top it's do you wear it under something like what do you do you know so it's it's since we're newer on that since it's a little bit uh, maybe not ed- not edgier is probably not the right word but it's a little bit more bleeding edge there aren't as many other options out there right now that you can kind of substitute in as a one to one and spend a lot less money so that's 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 one case where you where investing in something might almost be required to get in on the trend early, right? So that's one thing. Um, let's see. What are some other examples? Okay, how about this one? Suede mules, right? Who doesn't have a pair of Birkenstock Bostons at this point? It's it's They're still on Instagram. You still see them all the time. It's obviously still a very hot shoe. Now, I had the Yucatan versions for a while. I, they, they were awesome. I loved them. They were amazing. I couldn't walk in them without them falling off my feet. So I, if, if I wore them anywhere where I wasn't just going to be like sitting down and hanging out, <laughs> if I had to do any type of walking, I'm like doing like the toe scrunch up thing to make sure that they don't just like fly off of my feet with every step. It was annoying. I eventually just had, I had to get rid of them. I had to get rid of them. 
Now I still find myself wanting something that 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 looks the same. The easy version is the Birkenstock Boston. But there's also a beautiful Isabel Morant one that's $660 or whatever. And I'm, you know, I'm I'm salivating for those. And now the question is, when you're when you're deep on something like that, now now you're also asking yourself, now you're basically playing the role of a trend forecaster. Like is this is is a, is the suede mule is the mule trend in men's footwear is that like what is going to dominate continually for the as it has for the last few years for the next several does it have staying power and so then 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 you're just kind of like making that decision for yourself that's one where there's an easy uh, there's an easy fail safe Birkenstock Boston you're not you're going to spend a third or a fourth of the price and you'll never feel bad about that right it's just i i for me personally it it's it when something becomes a little ubiquitous and i still like it it's like i i feel a very strong desire to find a way to put a twist on it or to find a version of it that i know everybody doesn't already have um okay another another one here L- let's talk a little bit about maybe trying something and then investing in it. So uh, I think early last year or maybe late 2020, I bought a pair of Levi's 50193s from Levi's.com, spent 50, 60 bucks on them, and I raw hemmed them because I wanted a pair of cropped jeans. They've been great. I've worn them a ton. But there are some things that they that I don't really love how they look just kind of like cut and fit-wise. And I'll, I'll I'll try them on in certain instances, and they're just not quite exactly doing what I want them to be doing. But the but I've really enjoyed them. I feel like I've I you know I I learned that I like the look and the overall concept with my sixty dollar investment. And so now I'm looking at the John Elliott Kane two version uh, in a in a very similar light wash that's a little bit that you know or that that's a lot more expensive. But the but that's another way that you can you can maybe feel better about justifying your investment is maybe you try something out from ASOS or Urban Outfitters or Levi's or Gap or J.Crew or Abercrombie or, or any of these places that that we like to go kind of like grab some basics or some trend pieces uh, on a budget. And then, you know, you, you put that through its paces. You say, yes, I do like this. And, uh, and, and then you're able to, to kind of talk yourself into to making more of an investment. Um, other times you, you can, you can do like a little bit of a, of a twist on this. You know, I, at, at the end of this winter, I, I really needed like a very warm jacket that wasn't a giant Canada goose parka. And I had my eye on a bunch of different expensive ones, you know, CP company and stone Island and Y3 and Frism works and Oh man, uh, Goldwyn made a couple that I liked. You know, I was I was I was ready to spend multiple hundreds for this for this jacket. But then I found one on Abercrombie that looked like it was pretty cool. Spent sixty bucks on it, and it just it carried me, man. It was perfect. It was just what I was looking for. It did the job. I didn't have that much of winter left anyway, and 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 now that's kind of going to fall into that 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 satisfied the need. I didn't have to invest, but it'll, it'll, it'll be that it'll be sort of the question when cold weather rolls around again, 
the same type of thing that I had with the with the cropped uh, kind of raw hem denim. It's like, is this doing everything that I want it to do? And if so, I don't have to make the investment. If not, then maybe I, I, you know, you learned that like, well, I really liked the cut and fit of this. It worked with what with what I wanted it to work with and for, and now I'm comfortable in 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 spending more money because you know I kind of like it's proof of concept essentially. So that sometimes you you kind of stumble into the sixty dollar version. It works out so well that you that you don't that you think you might not have to make the investment, and that's that's always a happy a happy circumstance to find yourself in as well. Um, and then sometimes it doesn't work. Now this example is like it's not the the my first attempt here was was not necessarily a budget version, but. Uh, it will still have essentially the the same effect as as going from a budget version to a more expensive version. It'll just be, you know, the 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 budget version wasn't that budget, and the more expensive version will probably be way more than I'm than I'm willing or able to pay. Uh, but it's the printed, kind of art artsified, artsied up, you know, drawn, painted, not paint splatters, but like, you know, graffitied jeans essentially. Um, and I tried a pair that I think looks absolutely awesome from our legacy. And uh, honestly, in the denim market and knowing how much work must have gone into those, I, I didn't think the price was outrageous at all. I got them in. They were insanely baggy on me. I got the smallest size they make, and I'm just not tall enough. I don't have the leg length. It wasn't going to work for me. They looked like Jinkos. And as bad as, as bad as I wanted them, I, just, I knew the fit was not going to work for me. And if I held onto them, they'd sit in the closet. I'd wear them twice. You know, that's, and I'm, I'm going to put a pin in that because I want to come back to that as well here in this conversation. Now there, I know that there is a pair that's, that's, that's very similar, maybe not quite as outrageous or funky, but, but that will have the same type of thing going on from John Elliott. They're coming out in a couple of months. They will probably be double the price and that's, that's a bummer, but I, but, but I know that that the that the less expensive version did not work for me. So now I'm now I'm like now it's either try to find the option that is way less or or just you know fork it out and and get the version that I know is going to work and that I know is going to deliver exactly what I'm looking for. Now the let's go back to the to the piece where you bought something and I I sent it right back. I was so I was so hesitant to 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 send it back cuz I uh Neil you're probably listening thank you. Uh you you sent me some 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 kit picks that you found on the gram. Guys just looking absolutely fire in these things. And that really made me second guess myself. I was like, "Oh shit, maybe I maybe I need to hold on to these just give them a give them a chance, give them a give them a second look, see if I can put together some kits." But I'm uh, you know, I'm sure that would have been a bad idea because I've gotten a couple of things recently, a couple pairs of shoes, honestly, that I got and I just, I was, I'm, I'm wearing them kind of nonstop, like multiple times within the first week of having them. Right. That's the, that's the other thing about these, these investment pieces, whether they're trendy or not. Right. When you spend a lot of money on something, you want to get use and wear out of it. You don't want it to just sit and rot in the closet. And so when you do, my other big piece of advice here is to just make sure that you make these purchases from places with good return policies. Um, because it's it's fun to get something really cool and, and expensive that you're excited about. 
and but and then it's also nice to have a grace period to figure out whether you're going to get your money's worth. And it, it it's there's not a better feeling than getting something like that and then putting it straight on or going straight to toe and and then just being and then just feeling like rewarded for it. Like, yes, this is doing exactly what I wanted to do. I'm wearing these, I'm loving these. They're going with exactly what I want them to go with. Like, that's just a fantastic feeling. And that that's really like if that happens when you spend a lot of money on something, then I think you're almost instantly validated because as long as you are getting that wear quickly, then you're almost, you're then you're less worried about about how long something is trendy or how long something is 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 relevant um, because you're you're getting it while it's hot, right? Like you are you are making use out of it. You're driving down that cost per wear. You're getting you're you're getting the fulfillment and the enjoyment out of out of your your hard earned dollar, and that's I think that's that is the key to getting expensive things is then also getting to love them and enjoy them and wear them a lot um, and feel good about your purchase. So that's that's kind of where I think I'll end it. Th- those are all the examples that I had jotted down: puffer jackets, suede mules, crocheted and knit. Uh, um, Camp collars, mesh and and open knit tank tops, the printed artsy denim, and then the cropped raw denim, and then the puffer jackets. So, you know, all, all kind of versions of of what you're talking about. And and this was like a a twenty minute lecture, so I I hope that it was helpful and and not just boring as hell. Um, but yeah, I that, that I think that that final piece of it is big. Get it, try it put it in the closet and if you are if you're just automatically grabbing for it and and busting it out and and feeling that need to wear it then then that's a good purchase and I think you can feel good about it even if it does not make it 8 years in your closet because I, I mean a lot of the times it's like again like 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 the way that I started off this conversation it's clothes man they go in and out of style not everything is made to 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 be lasting for for a decade, decades or more. Um, but, but if, if you are still concerned with that, then you just need to find the stuff that, that, uh, where you're getting great quality for the price. So not necessarily, you know, designer and trendy and fashion and contemporary brands. Something that comes to mind that, that is relatively new to my radar is these painter jackets, P-A-Y-N-T-E-R, I believe. Um, you know, not crazy expensive, but but definitely a little chunk of change. But but handmade and made to order and and made in small batches and like like that that's the type of thing. A one of one Bodie shirt, right? It's going to run you five or six hundred bucks. But man, that is that is craftsmanship and work being that that you feel, see, and can immediately know upon handling. So it's it's you know if 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 you are worried about that trendiness, then and and the the death of your of your expensive product then then gravitate towards things where you're not just paying for the trend but you really are paying for the work as well. Um man, I could probably sit here and ramble on that for 15 more minutes, so I'll just cut it off there. Maybe it's something that we can bring back up when uh when Phil or Clayton is able to rejoin the pod. But um but man, we're coming up here on on about 45 minutes and I think that that is all that I have in me. So thank you so much if you made it this far for listening. Thanks everybody for uh, for sending in DMs. I'm sorry that I hadn't gotten back to those. Hopefully, hopefully the some of them weren't uh, ultra timely, and I'm and I'm too late on 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 answering you. But but if I was, then I hope it's helpful for other people. 
once again, thanks everybody for listening to the Club Cool Podcast. Go support our sponsor, Fast Growing Trees, man. What a great sponsor to have back for spring, summer. Uh, we'll have to, we really will have to do a plant week again very soon. And uh, it'll be it'll it'll go perfectly with with fast growing trees. Fastgrowingtrees.com slash club cool is the link for 15% off of your order. Check them out. Join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash club cool. And uh, check us out on Instagram at Club Cool Pod. I think I you know what? I think April is finally the month. I think April is the month where we finally buckle down and get posting again on the Grom. So check us out there. That'll do it, man. That's gonna wrap it up. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye.